Good morning, witches. This is the Witch Daily Show, coming to you from New Orleans, with host Tanya Brown. Our episodes span about 20 minutes long to give you just a little pop of magic. So, tune in, take a deep breath, and enjoy. Good morning. It is October 27th, 2023. It is Friday. I am Tanya, and this is the Witch Daily Show. Today's episode is brought to you by Flutter by Fox Designs. So let's get your day going with a little magic. Our quote of the day is... When witches go riding and black cats are seen, the moon laughs and whispers, "'Tis near Halloween." It is near Halloween. <laughs> um, oh, oh, I'm like, I don't know if anyone listens in the New Orleans area, but I'm pretty sure I'm doing a book signing, and I'm saying pretty sure because I'm recording this really far ahead. I'm doing a book signing at the Barnes and Noble in Mandeville. So I don't know if you're there, come say hi. Uh, we are. Drinking Dark Society from Sip a Spell. And we're talking about cayenne pepper and the history of cayenne pepper, which is exciting. And this comes to us from the epicenter.com. Cayenne pepper takes its name from its supposed center of origin, the cayenne region of French, uh, French Guinea. Cayenne derived from a Tupi Indian name, and it has now grown largely in India, East Africa, Mexico, and the United States. In fact, most tropical and subtropical regions, the seed's long viability facilitated the rapid spread of the plant throughout the tropics and subtropics by the Spanish and Portuguese, the spice becoming as popular uh, there as vine pepper. Chilies were long known as Indian pepper, meaning of the New World, rather than of India. Despite its specific name and the supposed use of the special chilies, there's no, uh, th- there's little to distinguish cayenne from ordinary pure chili powder, except that commercial chili powder usually contains other spices such as like garlic and cumin, which is good to know because I've always, I love cayenne pepper. I, I put it on my eggs. I put it on my avocados. I'll, I'll put cayenne pepper in anything, but I only like chili powder when like I, when a recipe specifically calls for it, but it makes sense. I don't really like cumin. So it kind of makes sense that uh, I avoid it. Interesting. All right, moving into some headlines. This is from them.us. Kristen Stewart's gay ghost hunting show looks bone-chillingly good. Ooh. Okay, so at long last, the trailer for Kristen Stewart's gay ghost hunting show has arrived, and it's looking bone-chillingly good. Hulu dropped the trailer for the Supernatural reality series on Tuesday, introducing us to the Ghost Hunties, a team of five gay experts on all things paranormal. The team includes Alex LeMay, Juju Bay, Ken Bogle, Lorgan Taylor, and Ross Hernandez. Quote, I get to come out twice, unquote, Taylor says at one point in the trailer, for being gay and for talking to dead people. 
That sentiment seems to sum up the series as a whole, judging from the rest of the trailer. While there's no shortage of classic creepy moments that might fit on shows like Ghost Adventures, there's also lots of campy humor and camaraderie that you won't find in those better-known genre staples. Over the course of eight episodes, the Hunties will bring that decidedly queer perspective to several hundred sites across America, including the Clown Motel. Whoa. Clown Motel. Yeah. After our clown episode, I need to watch the clown motel episode of this show. Uh, Palomina in Nevada, the Copper Queen Hotel in Arizona, and Waverly Hill, Hill Sanatorium in Kentucky. In a statement to People, Stewart said that Living for the Dead started as a bit of a hypothetical silly pipe dream that she dreamed up with her best friend. Now I am so proud to have shepherded something in that is as moving and meaningful as it is truly gay. The actor also said that the team of ghost hunties makes me laugh and cry. They had the courage and heart to take us places I wouldn't go myself. This is just the beginning for us and for living for the dead, Stewart told Entertainment Magazine. We want to one day have trapeze across the entire spooky country, maybe the world. Personally, we feel like there can't be enough global gay ghost hunting media, so we're eagerly hoping for more as well. The series is called Living for the Dead, and it will premiere on Hulu October 18th, so it's already out. So, we gotta watch it. Oh my gosh. I Oh my gosh, maybe we should do like a live watching of it on the Patreon. Hmm. Ideas. Maybe in November, because we're doing a lot on the Patreon right now. We have book club. We have classes. Too much going on. In November, I think it'll be fun for us to kind of watch this together. All right, witches. I am throwing this over to our moon correspondent. And after this break, we will talk more. Hello to all of my astro friends. This is Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, coming at you with your daily moon mantra for Friday, October 27th. The waxing crescent moon is gung-ho in Aries today. Here, the moon squares Pluto. This square reveals a struggle that we are having within ourselves. How long is it okay to push forward, no matter what, before we stop and check in to make sure we're pushing along the right track? Pluto's transit through Capricorn has been asking us to be honest with ourselves about what our goals truly are. With Pluto nearing the end of its transit through Capricorn, it's becoming more and more important to us that we align ourselves with the things we really want. So don't resist the urge to take a pause today. Take the time to ask yourself, is where I'm going where I want to be? Your daily moon mantra is, the secret of change is to focus all of your energy not on fighting the old, but on building the new. This has been your Daily Moon Mantra with Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, signing off and reminding you that you are in charge of your own destiny. Flutterby Fox Designs was created with the crafty witch in mind. Our stationery is well suited for any witch, occultist, or writer of the fairy tale persuasion. Whether you're sending letters to fellow spellcasters, creating a book of shadows, compiling herbal remedies, or journaling about the magic found within each day, Flutterby Fox Designs has the writing paper to fit your needs. 
Custom orders are always welcome. Visit flutterbyfoxdesigns.com. That's F-L-U-T-T-E-R-B-Y foxdesigns.com. Or find us on Etsy. Use coupon code WITCHDAILY for 20% off your first order. Flutter by Fox Designs, your source for enchanting stationery and so much more. All right, we are back. So legend today is known as the Witches of Auckland Domain, and this is out of New Zealand. So this is from theghostinmymachine.com. Let's find out. I have heard of this before. I have heard of this, so I'm super curious. So in the middle of Auckland, New Zealand, there's a massive public park known as Auckland Domain. It features spread out over 75, no, 184 acres, green space, numerous sports fields, museums, walking paths, sculptures, and of course, gardens. Lots and lots of gardens. But tucked off of Garden Road in a spot known as Watson's Bequest, there's a small pond. And beside the pond, there's a sculpture that's different from the others the sculpture you see isn't just any old sculpture it's said to depict or possibly commemorate depending on who you ask three witches who were executed in auckland domain centuries ago hung from the very tree under which the sculpture sits and those witches it said haunt auckland domain Still eager to enact vengeance on those who put them to death, or at least to frighten those who wander into their orbit, Auckland Domain is built upon the remains of Pukakawa, a dormant volcano within the Auckland Volcanic Field, compromising more than 50 recognized volcano or comprising of more than 50 recognized volcanic cones, all of which erupted sometime within the past 200,000 years. The Auckland Volcanic Field covers most of Auckland's metropolitan area. Ooh, that seems scary. For several hundred years, this was a key site for New Zealand's uh, Maori people who fought over many different tribes, you know, for this area. So after Europeans acquired the land, which would eventually become Auckland Domain, Robert Fitzroy, who was the governor of Colonial New Zealand from 1843 to 1845, set aside the land for use as a nature preserve. And in the time between then and now, it grew into one of Auckland's largest parks as uh, well as its oldest. Today, it houses the Auckland War Memorial Museum, tennis facilities, a cricket pavilion, a duck pond, a sculpture walk, a renowned winter garden, a cafe and more. So it's unclear exactly when the witches came into the picture or why. It's also not clear whether we're talking about witchcraft in a European sense or in an alleged variety, as in like kill, kill. So who can say? The details of the story are very scarce, with only the roughest of narrative to give it form. But then again, these stories are always the best kind of stories, right? They allow for infinite possibility with the storytellers and audiences filling in whatever might otherwise be missing. So it goes a little something like this. Sometime during the 1800s, three witches were caught and hanged in the trees in an area of swamped, which is now Auckland Domain. 
It's not known whether they were legally persecuted, found guilty, and then sentenced to death, or they were victims of vigilante justice. It's not known whether the event is meant to have occurred before the land, now housed Auckland Domain, was set aside for the nature preserve, or after. It's not even known whether the witches in question were actually witches or just three women who failed society's expectations. Regardless, they were caught, they were hanged, and they died. Horribly and likely unjustly. It's little wonder, then, that their spirits have chosen to stick around. If you walk through certain areas of the park at night, it's said you might hear a low growl or a cackling laugh over your shoulder, but if you turn around, you'll see no one is there. You might see a tall, thin figure wandering through the trees, or a dark shadow swinging from branch to branch high above you. You might feel a chill, or you might feel a set of eyes upon you, even though you're alone. You might suddenly find yourself covered in cuts and scratches, like something has gouged at your skin with long, sharp claws. And if you drive down the road leading to the spot where the witches were hanged, stop your vehicle, turn off your headlights, you might just be able to call them out to play. The sculpture beside the mirror pond at Watson's bequest marks where you'll find them. There were three witches, after all, according to the legend. And not for nothing, but the sculptures features three figures dancing together in the night. Oh. I think there's a man witch here. Good for that. Good for him. Are, are these man witches? Kind of looks like it. Or especially one. There's one that is like definitely a male witch. Nice. So, of wait, wait, now I'm confused. Hang on. They just said it was women who were hung. Auckland, which sculpture, maybe the picture's like a really weird angle. Let me look at it. Let me look at like a Google photo because I just cannot believe that these are supposed to be three women. Hang on. Let's see. Let's check out this sculpture. Okay, here we go. That's a man. Why are they saying three women were hung when that is clearly a gentleman? Which is cool. I'm happy for, you know, male witch, male witches getting their moment. But the, the, the tales don't make sense. And if you're like, Tanya, how can you tell? It's a sculpture. You can tell. Curious. Now, ooh, see, the story deepens, like they said, because they give you no details. You can kind of just fill in whatever you want. So the sculpture that so many refer to as the Three Witches, by the way, it's not actually called that, not officially. In fact, the sculpture subjects aren't even witches at all. The three figures depicted are simply the, the personification of strength, wisdom, and fertility. Sculpted by artist W.H. Wright, the piece originally unveiled alongside the opening of the mirror pond 1955. That is so funny. Sometimes the statue is referred to as the three muses, although I've yet to find any record of that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh. I just, you know what? I love it. I love how people can just take an idea and run with it. Because when you actually look at the statue, you're like, um, I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. I did it. This is so funny. I want to see comments on this. Even though I like the story, I would probably continue uh, spreading the story because it sounds pretty good. Um, I want to see, like, there's no comments. People don't comment on articles anymore, and it's so sad because I want someone else to be like, mm. Yeah, people still believe it's witches, but there's absolutely no anything. But yeah, people say that they go there and they see and hear things. So maybe. Interesting, interesting, interesting. All right, witches, I am wrapping up this episode of the Witch Daily Show. I want to give shout out to li to listener Emily Cresswell. Emily, you mystical, brilliant butterfly. Callisto Lowry, you poetic, tenacious gnome. And Molly Higgins, you smashing, spiffy Valkyrie queen. Thank you three so much for being Patreon supporters. I really, really appreciate it. And before we leave, we do have um, a little housekeeping. October 29th. So Sunday is going to be the Potions 101 class that I'm hosting over Zoom. It's one hour. It's $25. You get it recorded. So you don't have to be there, but you still have to sign up and pick your spot or else you're not going to get the recording. Okay. So um, it'll be recorded and handouts will be emailed after the class. So even if you can't make the time slots, there's two, evening and afternoon, you can still uh, participate. So yeah, we're going to go over things like elixirs and tinctures, and we'll have some recipes. It'll be a lot of fun. All right, witches. That's all I've got for you today. Don't forget any books, decks, headlines, sources, anything we referenced today can be found in the podcast episode description or witchpod.com. And we will talk again next week. Witches. We hope you have a wonderful day, full of joy and gentleness and confidence. Links for this week's episodes, our website, Patreon, along with a free daily card pull can be found at witchpod.com. One stop for everything we talk about. Now, take one more deep breath and have a great day.